This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. If possible, So, one of the things when people create a movement, and the question is always defining the movement, so how do we define Zionism? Um, living in Israel was way before there was Zionism. Like I said, it, it certainly is, is seen as being an extraordinarily um, positive thing. The question is in relationship to all the other um, things. So let's say a person goes out to Israel and will have to work so hard to make a Parnassah, he has less time for learning. He has a problem with this, with that. The question is, when you have to make a decision in life, you're always going to have a lot of things you, you have to ask yourself. Community that you like, work that you like, work that allows you a salary that you can live on, um, a place to educate your children, and, and time left over to learn. So the so question, one, one of, I, I, I guess, um, religious Zionism put living in Israel very much at the, at the, at the apex of religious achievement. And the part of the peoples that were not like, so for instance, the Tamida Groa, Tamida Besh, they saw it as being very important, but they didn't see it as the beetle. And then, so, so that, that has a lot of ramifications when you start dealing with practical issues. Should I make Aliyah? Well, it, 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 it's the only question is, will I survive? Or what about other areas? Sometimes for some people in Ruchnius it's difficult. I think that that's where, that's where the, 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 there was a divergence between the different approaches to it. Um, if you take the Tamir Abesh and Tamir Agra right. uh, seriously, I think like anyone who, probably, probably the worst Aliyah case that could happen in 2018 is probably someone who's doing a lot better than Tamir Abesh and Tamir Agra in terms of all the, all the you know, tsarists they're going to have and all right. the concerns about Parnassah and everything. So do you think that... So, so, they, so again, in, in the perspective of that segment of jury, and we'll just we'll use the word Haredi just as a, as a, as a, as a convenient, <laughs> a, a, a convenient, uh, no, it, it's hard because when you're putting a label, everyone is different. So, so, so some fit label someone, but but if you're talking about that, so they saw it as as being an extraordinary enhancement of a ruchnistic experience. Um, they did not see Eretz Yisrael as being a possible to have a large-scale living there. And therefore, the people that went tend to be like the Bnei Aliyah, and it was more like a, a, a big kolo, which is what it had become. Um, it, today, where it is viable, things have changed. It's very hard to, 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 to adapt that model. I, I don't know. Lemaise, I, I, most, even... Or the, the very, I mean, Rabbi Kanievsky tells everybody to come to Israel to live for a very different reason. And his, you know, I mean, that's if you go into him and you tell him you're having a problem, I know many people like that come to come to the neighborhood to live here, everything will be okay. Um, so, what's he saying? That, he what? What's he saying when he says that? Do we take it seriously? Do people take it seriously? Do we, should we, should people? So, a person who asks, you either don't ask. <laughs> or if you ask, <laughs> I mean, how do we, it's, it's like a of So what's, what kind of does, uh, if we see uh, how it's... So, so if you're asking that, you're coming to somebody who's not going to ask 
many questions. He's not going to discuss it. Okay. He has a sense. He has a gusha. Uh, you know, and he and you 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 trust that there's some sort of um, that that he, that Hakadosh Baruch who is putting the right answers in his mouth. And, and let's take a chassidish person. Chassidish person believes that Hakadosh Baruch who puts the right answer in this person's mouth. Um, I'll I'll share a story, a personal story, with some you may have heard of some that. I'm a real Litvak. I don't, you know, we, we tend to believe less and less in, in, in miracles and stuff like that. That's, that's my Haredi part of the world. A year before I got married, I was a, I was a young bacher. One Shabbos, I had a roommate. His name was Rafal Shmulevitz. It's important to know his name for the story. He was a nephew of Chaim Shmulevitz. It was a Rosh Hashiva. He was my roommate. We were very good friends. And we said, I, you know, we're going to Bayback for Shabbos. Sure, we went to Bayback for Shabbos. We had a place of a friend to stay by. And, um, you know, we had a whole list of what you do in Nebuch, where you go to. So I went into, uh, so the stipler was one of, one of the ones, you know, I, this was 1973, 73. Um, so we went into the stipler, and we asked, and, and um, so the stipler was deaf. So you'd have to scream or write something. So my roommate told him his name is Rafalsh Malevitz. Well, he told him, he read it. And he said, Reb Chaim's nephew. He said, yeah, how's Reb Chaim doing? How's his, his health? Is that fine? Then he turns to me and says, you also? So I said to myself, it's, I'm going to have to yell five minutes to tell him no. My name is impossible to hear, to you know, to get through. And what's the difference? So I nodded, fine. Then, then I had a shtickle tire prepared, prepared to say, I, I gave it to him, he looked at it, he commented on it, it's that. Then we, we, we asked for some story, we wanted to buy it, myself. we left, that was the end of the story. And so, a year later, I got engaged. And after the, after the tsunayim, I was walking to my kala then, and she said, tomorrow I'm going to Beirak. My wife's family, her mother's side is, is from the Chazanish. Her mother was a niece of Chazanish. Her mother's maiden name is Greinemann. Um, and the, uh, related to everybody in Chashev and Leva. So I so, so we, so we said, we'll go first to the stipend, then we'll go here. Go. So I said, yeah, I was by the stipend last year. And all of a sudden, it struck me, I had just become a nephew of Chaim Shalevitz. My wife is a niece of Chaim Shalevitz. And I also became a nephew of the stipend. I also became a nephew of the stipend. <laughs> so... It's like, it's hit me. It hit me. So I told it over to Reb Nachum. And Reb Nachum said, let me explain you what happened. Um, he said, it's not that the stipler had a vision that I'm going to be an after that. He said, when big people say something, it doesn't go to waste. And he said, I had a similar story Reb Nachum told me. When he came to the mirror, Reb Lezud Shiva asked him, who are you? He said, my name is Nachum from Truck, and my father's a trucker of, a very trucker. So he said, Trukarov was a Talmud of ours. He's like a son of mine. You'll be my grandson. So he didn't, told me he didn't mean anything. He just meant us the Chavivas. He did become a grandson. He married Reb Lezul's <laughs> granddaughter. <laughs> so he said, but his take was, it wasn't, that as if the person had like a, a, a sort of a, you know, those, those uh, what you call the, a future vision of some sort of a God of future. He said, when big people say things, it, it's, it's, you know, it's, uh, you, 
Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't for a person who doesn't waste his words doesn't say empty words. So a person who stalls so in such a way, I'm sure there's a selfish fire for it. You know, it's it's yesh um, yesh. Those those you know, that's why Chassidim they they there was a certain Rebbe, which Geza, famous one. He would answer only on the top of off the top of his head, and and he said, when I answer the first thing that comes to mind, it's siyater shmai and the schus of the chesidim. When I start thinking about it, it's it's me and my understanding, that's limited. It's whatever. That it, it, but there was a feeling. It's a certain level of we talk a living Okay, that's that's the that's what it is. So um, you know, it's uh, it, that's its validity. But I'm saying when we go back to Zionism part. He he tells everybody to come the day, and it's more because that Israel is is more insulated than America. You 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 are exposed to less. There's more kedusha and so on. So you know that's that's the feel of it. Yeah. The changing topics. At the end of the Haggadah, we say we ask Hashem to shvoch hamascha on on all like all the other. Oh, it's a passing film also. Yeah. Cool. Um, so the question is: It sounds like we're we're worshiping like the Zeusian figure who you know is gonna like rain wrath upon like the like the nice CVS checkout people. Um, <laughs> and, so I'm saying, what what are we really asking for when we're asking? Or are we really asking for that? Or is it like a, is it a history of things? Or are we maybe it's not really them as we see it? Or maybe it's the whole con like. Who so they so there are here. And it says, Chazal say, let, let's let's take a Chazal say, Gedolo Nekama. There are only two things, it's, it's, it's an attribute of Hashem that's between two words. So what exactly is the comma? What exactly is Kale Nekama Sashem? What exactly we ask for the comma? So let's understand a little bit about the mechanism of the comma and, and why it's, it's important and why it's also for us. You know, the Sikom is an Isser. If I can give a marshal, um, in, 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 going back to the physics we understand, every action has an equal reaction. So when I push something this way, um, something pushes back against me, the exact amount of energy and, and mass that I moved, that's the amount of pressure it's doing the other way. Everything that has a Metsias to it, um, it's it's Metzius reacts in the same way that was acted upon, um, because if if I'm a normal person, forget about the mitzvah and the Torah, if if I have a healthy sense of self, if you do something to me, I even out the score. So when we see things that the scores are even out, we feel that's justice. And that's when we get very upset. When, when somebody does bad things and he gets away with it, somehow we feel that's wrong. He should have been suffering as much as the other person. And, and, and it's instinctive to us. And the reason is because it's almost as if the world, the moral world, is a balanced world. And therefore, and therefore, if wrong is pushes this way, we expect right to push back the other way. And we, we feel extremely unsatisfied, we feel something is wrong if it has been righted. The Kloisenberger Rebbe was, went through the whole Gehenim of the war, he lost his wife and 11 kids, and at the end when he was freed, everybody was happy or whatever and said, we won, and he was very, in, in the, he said, you know, I expected 
that Germany not have a blade of grass left, that, uh, that they lost, is not enough for me. I, I, I mean, I, I can't fathom that so much evil is, is, is um, being punished with n not nothing comparable to it. There's a sense in us that if there's a God, and it, it's like a spring, if I pushed it this way, I expect it to snap back. The word nekama in Hebrew is kima means to stand. The nun is, is a returning. Um, it's like seiser nister. Nako means you, you, you re come up again. And it's like those bobbing dolls, you know, you push it down, it'll come straight up. Akadosh Baruch has been pushed around. So um, he, he's been maligned, he's been pushed around. The Jewish people have been, have been forever, ever been, um, you know, persecuted. Uh, incredible. And so if the end of it is that the UN passes a resolution saying that Jewish people do have a right to live, that's not... So, so, but what happened to Akash for a few thousand years? Like, okay, so now they say, okay, you know what? We, we, we think we'll go on record saying you, you can, you can, you can ha you know, have your country. That's nothing. The sense of whatever it is that the evil that you brought in the world should boomerang back to you. It, it, there's something right about it that, 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 that um, whatever evil they've done, e evil is a reality. And, and, um, and it, that should bounce back to them. We should not take the comma. And that's, you know, um, we, we need to do what we need to do, and that's it. We don't have the right for it. But our Kodesh came to come with Hashem. At the end of days, it's not the Pshat that it'll be okay. But evil will have eaten itself up. That's really what it's about. So are we asking for, you know, horrible things to happen to people? We're asking that our Kodesh Baruch Hu don't, that Baruch Hu gives them what they deserve. I'll, I'll, I'll share a cute anecdote. Um, Rav Meir Barilan wrote a book called From Volajan to Yerushalayim. And it's a very fascinating book. But he has there an anecdote about the, the little revenge that the Jews would get. You know, the Jews were oppressed, the, the Tsar and so on. He said one day the Tsar became sick. And he got worse and worse, and he was dying, and he died, in fact. But as he was getting, you know, as he was dying, basically. So the Jews called a Yom Tefillah. They needed to do it for PR, that the, the, you know, the great Tsar is, is, is dying. So for PR's sake, they, they called uh, you know, a Yom Tefillah. And the notables of town, the, the, the governor, the ministers, they all came to attend the Yom Tefillah. So the Rav Darshan Divra Hisoris before the Tefillah, and he said, it says in, in the Pasik, Elokim, Lemelech Mishpatecha Tein, or Leven Melech Hasdecha. You should give the king your Mishpat and to the son of the king your Chesed. How come you have two different Lashonos for the king and for the heaven? So he said, because the son of the king seems like a very fine fellow, prince, the crown prince seems like a fine chap. But we don't know his record. We don't know what it's going to be like. So we ask our Baruch to give mercy. Can't ask for more than mercy. But the king, we know how wonderful the king is. We ask our Baruch to give him what he deserves, not for mercy. And therefore, we'll all go to his power that, that, that he should get what he deserves, the Tsar. 
And he said the notables all nodded their head. They loved it. It was a Gavaldica part. And he said, you know, everybody bit their tongue and they kind of, you know, nodded. But that was like the Jews' revenge on, uh, you know. At, at the end of the day, um, it can't be that so much persecution, so much blood, the Catholic Church has on its hand so, so much terror and blood and, and, and evil. And what's it going to end with? Like, like a, a handshake with the Pope. It, 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 we would like to see if there's an emis and if there's, if there's mishpat in the world and if there's tov in the world, then the world will have to boomerang and they'll have to suffer the ra. I don't, what, we want, what we want to see is not the suffering. We want to see that the understanding that Akash Prabhupada was there all the time is there, that nothing went to waste and that people couldn't have murdered us and murdered and murdered and murdered and, and, and you're talking about thousands of years and, and without, you know, without uh, anything happening to them. Yes? Um, so in the, um, back to talking about the um, action equal reaction. Yeah. In Mishkabel, it talks about how, let's say, if you master something in, like, with yourself, your kids will have it easier. Like, you could say, I do something bad, there might be like a ripple effect. It might affect the whole Jewish nation. So why is it fair that like, my actions might affect Everyone, including so so the, the, the cloud is nations are judges nations. That's why, for instance, animaleki can actually become a gear. We don't take gear, but they can be misguided. As long as it, God judges nations, nations are the players on the on the. And that's why Kaliyso. As long as you're part of Kaliyso, you're part of Kaliyso, and you get the benefits of Kaliyso. You, yes, you do suffer your own repairs, but but Akadosh Baruch Hu um, judges. Nations and as long as you are part of the nation, you 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 um, you, you partake in whatever the nation prepared for itself. Yes. Uh, so you mentioned the Catholic Church, and I think this is kind of what we were talking about a little. But um, it's true that in the past they've done lots of horrible things to right. other people, but they have. It took them a while, but they have apologized for the Crusades. And the current Catholic Church did not do that. So, at what point do we have to hold the current people that are in the Catholic Church accountable? So, for the I mean, that they have I, I I don't know. That's that's why only Kashmir can judge. I, I I have no idea, and, and that's why human beings cannot judge, except for the, those cases that the Torah gave us. But in general, it, you know, it, shouldn't that be a recognition that for two thousand years? Then, then, we, then the religion that we made is not a religion of peace, not a religion of goodness. Something's wrong with it. It's something, something along that line. Um, I don't know. You know what? It's, it's, it, you know, it, it doesn't seem as if the penance and the contriteness of it is really so fantastic. I don't feel that way. I mean, as recently as uh, with 1948, uh, that time when the Pope came to visit. Um, Israel didn't have the decency. Was, I know, it was after '48. It was, Israel was a state already. I mean, he came from Mandan Gate and he and he gave Musa to the to the to the Israelis that they're naughty people and so on. Um, yeah, I mean, his mamish. Uh, I, I I don't. Yes, there were, there have been one or two popes that have been actually, you know, decent people, but that's that's it's a small amount for a hierarchy. And I don't know. You know, I, I, God will judge. I have no idea. It doesn't, not involved, but at least in understanding, we want to see a part of the gilu, the is understanding what happened to all that bear. Where did all the blood get lost?
Yeah. How does one, re- like, how do you know what they're trying to fit for you to be or something? Like, for all like, you want to wipe them out, but for the Nazis, what are supposed to do? Not, like, like, See, we have no, and that's what I'm saying. We really don't have, for you, there's law and order, which is important, like secular law and order. You know, people that steal, you want to make a stiff enough sentence so that people are deterred from it and you want to keep away from the public. That we can do. Really giving a person punishment is only what the Torah said, because no human being has the ability to judge another person. So that's why we say generically. We say, you know, that, that all that pent up anger, let it out. In other words, it, it, the, the forbearance is not in its place. Show, show that you care. Show that you were there. Show that it's recorded. That that you know, that that uh, it didn't go vain. It's, uh, I was last year in. Um, I went in the summer to Lithuania. My father's grandfather was in Lithuania. He had a wife, children. He was an older person when he left, and I found a house that my father lived in. And I knocked on on the house and the door, and an old lady answered. I was with somebody who spoke Russian. So, wherever he went, I was in the mirror, I was, they all have, they moved in in 1965, and they don't know anything that was there before. That's like the first, as soon as they see somebody who looks Jewish, that's it. But she's an old lady, and as we were talking, she sort of, at some point she said, you know, then she told us, everybody look for the gold already, and it's gone. I mean, you know, the, the, the chances that be gold where my father lived was, was, was kind of uh, slim. Uh, um, but, but, you know, as, as he was talking, he asked her, does that, she said, I know Jews used to live here, and I know that very terrible things happened, and I have nightmares at night, and I pray God forgive us. It was a very, I was like, uh, it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Then we went two or three streets over, and there was the house where they took Rabbi Hanu Wasserman to be killed. It was Rabbi house. And we sort of sauntered into the backyard there. That's really where they were sitting there. And there was a big Lithuanian guy there, rippling muscles. Didn't didn't look didn't like the look of us. So he walked over like to the back. There was like a shed with a wooden tree stump, and he started chopping firewood. I, I, with a big axe. I, I don't think he needed firewood. I think he was sort of speaking a language, telling us, you know, don't get much closer because I've got one of these. Um, you know. It, it, uh, it's hard, you know, so, so some people have that remorse a little bit. I don't know. Say, what did you want somebody? Yes. So, uh, Dura spoke earlier about the notion of the vote as a mechanism for making people better. Yes. Um, I was kind of just wondering how that fits in with the notion the Gemara of Gadol Mitzvah uh, Osah. If one was to take a more kind of like cosmic view of Mitzvah and say like, oh, you know, there's like, there are points to be had, and a, a yid goes out and does its vote. They rack up more points than someone who doesn't have those kind of like uh, there isn't like that little box up there that needs to be filled with something. Um, so it, it seems that if it's better to make someone better, whether you're five or not, it should make a difference. Um, so, so let's use that. That's it's a good point, but let's use let's use that as an understanding. If I tell you this person, a thought question. If I tell you so and so likes apples, and I tell you so and so must eat apples to survive, so to which person 
are apples his essence? To which person is apple something that is his core essence? Um, and to which person is it not? So the person has a choice to eat apples or not eat apples. So it means those apples are not essential. The word essential is, 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 is synonymous with vital, and it, it, it means the core of a person. For the other person, so let's give it another, let's take an example. Let's do this. So music. Some people like music, and it's nice. They like playing an instrument, and it's fine. Some people must play. And, and if they're not playing, they are going out of their minds. And the answer is, whatever you have to do, describe something that is essential to you. That's you. Whatever you choose to do, describe something you like. But it doesn't describe you. Mitzvahs, if we treat mitzvahs that if we want to, whichever mitzvahs Hashem gave us, that he says you must do them, it means that it's a core description of the person. Those mitzvahs that we do because we'd like to do them, they're an addition to the person, but they're not a description of the, of, of the essential man. And that's the, that's the advantage of mitzvah also. It's, it's what it is to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems that often we, we like to describe the world in very technical physical terms. Punishment, everything is exactly like you know, the Right. In the next realm, we can't apply those physical, you know, one-to-one exaction terms. But is there any like reason to believe that that can Is there any evidence behind why the next realm is just different? Well, the very fact that it's called the next realm, the very fact that our neshama is not physical, our neshama is not physical. Mitzvahs are not physical realities, really. So that means it's a world um, that is different than our world. Olam Haba is not just, uh, you know, it, it's a different type of world, different type of mitzvahs. And since our core being, our neshama, and and Akadosh Baruch Hu are not physical, it, it, it stands to reason that that's not physical either. But when, when nothing's physical, is there a way to give any evidence for it? Um, yes. Let, let, well, I don't know evidence, but let, let's let's see how we relate to something. Let, let's take an example of something. You have a computer and a monitor. Now, whatever goes on inside the computer looks nothing like what you see on the monitor. But the monitor is a very close measure of what's going on inside. So somebody who's got, who, who, who understands can tell you what program is running as, as you see it. So here we have something which, something is an accurate reflection of something else, like the Chazal that speaks about the Mishkan being a painting. And it teaches us, because it's an accurate reflection, you know, point by point, every pixel on the screen relates to some sort of instruction in the program, but, but, but it's, a very, it's, a, it's a very different type of thing. So a person who knows both can tell you what program is needed to produce this, this picture, and look at this picture, he can tell you what program is producing it. And, and he's sort of living in two worlds, a little here, a little there. So the world that we have in this world, love, hatred, 
um, horror, fear, um, yearning, uh, ambition, all of those are something more, let's, let's say it's not ambition. I, I, wanna, I, want, I, I want to, and animals don't have ambition. Animals have survival instincts, and no animal will look to have, like, I have the biggest collection of acorns in my little in hole. You know, it, 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 it's like, it, it keeps gathering acorns. If that's what it's broken, it keeps gathering acorns, and then maybe it's, it's geared to stop when, when the thing fills up, that's it. The idea that I want to do better, and maybe we, instead of eating acorns, we could try to make something else out of it. Uh, some other product, acorn burgers or something. That doesn't, an animal never goes past itself. Ambition is a driving force to, to get more than because we are more than. No matter what a person does and gets, he's not happy because we have something more than us. There's a famous Chazal <coughs> which, which expresses this. Chazal say a marshal, um, a king's daughter fell in love with some farmer, with some, you know, it's a country here. And she's crazy about him. She married him. And this poor guy, it comes home, and she tells him, I'm bored. So he tells her, you know, there's going to be a quilting contest next October. Wait until the quilting contest. contest. And she says, I am bored. And he says, well, there's going to be an applesauce making, apple butter making uh, event. And, and no matter what he come up with, she, she's bored out of her mind because She's beyond that world. And it's the same with the neshama. No matter what I give it, that's why people are restless. People don't feel... Um, one, of the, one of the points that gets people to think about Yiddishkeit, or religion, Yiddishkeit, is, are, are you happy? Like, no. Uh, is anything bothering you? No, but I'm, I'm just not happy. Something's missing. Something's missing. I'm missing meaning. I'm, what is that? The answer is there's something more to us, and no matter how much bagels we'll eat, it's just not going to do it. So, so, so there is a sense in us there's more to life than this. There's something more than that, and that's a gateway to, 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 to life beyond. Yes? I'm done. I've had people ask me before, like, how do you know Judaism is the right religion because they didn't try the other ones? I'm like, it's just inherent, like, and we're not everything. Uh, I don't really know how to explain to you. Well, let's, let's go to that question, and, and, and let's visit that question a second. I, 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 yeah, this is a broad topic and, and, and so on, but, but let's, let's take this question. Um, imagine you're living in Silver Spring, and it's plus nice, and someone says to you, are you so sure? What, what, yes, someone says, why live in Silver Spring? nice. I mean, are you sure it's the nicest place to live? There must be places that are nicer. <laughs> the answer to that is possibly, but what's the solution? So I'm going to have to live in Louisville, Kentucky, <laughs> and Miami, and Topeka, and Los Angeles, and Mali. And on and on and on and on. It's, so it's a, 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 a balanced person does make a decision like that. So a balanced person goes like this. Either I am very unhappy here, it's, it's really bad, so I start looking for someplace else, or I happen to be on a visit somewhere else, and, 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 I, and, and it's, wow, it's so much nicer. I say, I must not want to move there. But the idea of exploring everything, if you have to explore every religion to find an emiss, you'll never find it. There, there are, I mean, Christianity is not Christianity. There's Catholicism, there's the Orthodox Church, 
They're as Protestant sects, and they all firmly believe each one else is going to hell. So, so you've, you've got to give everybody a fair chance. <laughs> then we've got Islam, and in Muslim you have, you have Sunni, and you have the, the, the Shiites, Sufi. and you have Sufis. I see you've done some exploration. <laughs> and, and then we, we haven't even gotten to the Eastern stuff. And we're gonna, you'll never, you'll never, you'll never, you'll, and the same thing, studying philosophy. There have been a thousand philosophers and a thousand philosophies. So at the end of the day, for that, for that thing to be more than just a cop-out, it requires a safety understanding why. So if, so if I'm living next door to a Christian fellow and I say, wow, this guy has got it. I mean, this is amazing. That prompts an honest person to look for it. Or if I have tremendous satisfaction to where I am, that, that prompts. But if not, it, it's a little of a soft. It doesn't have, it's, it's not, a, it, there's no chachma to that type of approach. Is it a fallacious question? What? Is it a fallacious question? question it, it, it's you're not that's not a reason you cannot uh-huh. choose the same way if you if you know you're dating somebody inside that maybe you'd like to propose and somebody asks you how do you know there's not a better girl out there the answer to that question is that question is a misleading question it, it's not leading to what you if what you want to do is marry a, 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 a to do a shidduch then the question is maybe there's a better girl is the, is the perfect question for not ever getting married but it's same way, how do you know this religion is right is the perfect reason to cop out of religion. It's not to look for ends. So, um, a, a, a question, it's like in science, a good question leads you to an answer. And in philosophy, the type of question is, how do you know we're not fantasizing everything, is a nonsense question, because it leads no place. It doesn't, it doesn't really lead any place. It, 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 there has to be some sort of a, a question is a probe and it's meant to guide you someplace yes well, maybe somebody yeah, else yeah, something yeah. Said that. yes what are you later you look like brothers yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 you know okay what's your name I'm sorry my name is Mandy Mandy oh, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, oh wow Cabillo. Cabillo. They used to have all the bottom of the yeshiva always. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What? Yeah. Um, anyway, so I was um, talking to somebody earlier, and I remember talking about the, I have to go back to the significance of the So, they mentioned how all the, you know, Nuvim had Nuvos in Eretz Yisrael. Right. So it's such a special place, and it kind of just, like, got me thinking for a second. I'm like, wait a minute, it wasn't, like, the first Nuvo not in Eretz Yisrael, and Moshe had thousands of was in wherever in the desert and I just could think of a bunch of instances where there was was outside of areas of storage so there there are different reasons given for that. It does it says by Yecheskel that he had a Nevoel Nahar Kvar. So Gemara says Kvar means already. It's once the Vuel started to saw it can continue. Because this was a trip to Eretzisrael, it's it's, it's not the physical location, it's because this is on the road to Eretz Yisrael, Nevuah could be Chalare. So it, it, it's also centered around the fact that it's headed towards Eretz Yisrael, but, it, but it, it, it's, it's working with, with not because physical location, but just like by Yecheskel, once he already had Nevuah before, it could stretch even when it was Chotzlaretz.
Did it also happen because uh, he was next to a river when that happened? I remember like reading a commentary that that also had to do something in the. Har kvar, I don't know, but the Chazal say har kvar she kvar haya. That's the lashon of Chazal. Okay. The, the river was named Kvar, which means already. Uh, maybe one more question, then yes. You, you were quiet so nicely all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> like the four elements and the Anyan, the, the, the Ramam brings it down a lot. Yes. And how is everything made up of it? How are we supposed to relate to that? Like the and, and so, um, okay. So the Ramam uses the, the concept of four elements that the Greeks um, saw as the, as the cornerstone of, of the physical world which was uh, fire, water, earth, and air, the, the, that was, that was the, the, the model for, for the, the, that was the, um, what was that called, uh, what are, the standard model of, of, of the world at the time. So the Rambam uses it only in the sense of describing the world. The Rambam says, he has two prokim where he says, I'm going to paint you a general picture universe. There's nothing wrong with saying, he was using the science of his time. It's not relevant to any halacha. And we don't understand it that way today. And that's the end of it. It's, it's, there's nothing there that's in any way significant. The Ramah is using it just painting a painting. The Kabbalah's firm do use it. And I would like to try to give it some uh, understanding that's relevant today also. Those four elements really correspond to four states of matter. You have solid, liquid, air, and energy. So, so we have we don't look at it as elements of building blocks. We look at it as states of matter. And the fact that Kashmir created the world in a certain way that there are four states of matter <coughs> means that those things are reflecting a certain inner reality. So, so that that can be translated into reality as we know it today, and and it has deeper meaning as well. That's it. And, and the Rambam only used it as, the Rambam says, I will draw you the basic map of the world's on. And, you know, it stands where that science is good. And if not, it's not important. Any, any, any other diagram you draw is fine. 